100 years ago in 1920, the 19th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States was signed into law and officially granted 20 million American women the right to vote. This mass expansion in voting rights was the result of generations of intense activism known as the women's suffrage movement that has had a lasting legacy on the continued fight for equality in America. In recognition of the struggles and achievements of a once disenfranchised majority, Preservation Maryland is honored to present our contribution to the national efforts illuminating this important history, Ballot and Beyond. Hello, I'm Diana Bailey, Executive Director of the Maryland Women's Heritage Center. We're thrilled to partner with Preservation Maryland by expanding the Ballot and Beyond podcast project with stories of valiant Maryland women who worked for suffrage. In addition to featuring suffragists, several of these new podcasts also represent significant women whose historic contributions and achievements have led to their induction into the Maryland Women's Hall of Fame. Our mission at the Maryland Women's Heritage Center is to add her story to history to tell our story in all aspects of our lives. We are especially concerned with representing the critical intersectionality of race and gender in the history of the suffrage movement. As new documentation comes to light, we are sharing the important contributions of African Americans and many other diverse women and men who sought equality, inclusion, and justice for all. Enjoy the podcast and continue to share their stories. This episode of Ballot and Beyond, contributed by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center, was written by Diane E. Weaver. The reader is Dr. Diane Weaver. Madeline Ellicott's lifelong goal was to improve the lives of women and children and to secure equal rights for all human beings. She fought alongside thousands of women in pursuit of women's right to vote. She firmly believed that only equal suffrage could right the wrongs against women. Although Madeline Ellicott as a young woman had nurtured Although Madeline Ellicott as a young woman had nurtured a desire to pursue medical studies, with her father's consent she studied chemistry at Rush Medical School and spent a year at the Polytechnic in Zurich, Switzerland. Her marriage to Charles Ellis Ellicott, a descendant of the founder of Ellicott City, Maryland, made her a relative by marriage to the late Elizabeth King Ellicott. As Maryland's suffrage movement matured, it used its network, as did other progressive activists, to rally support. Women throughout the state, in addition to working for a state constitutional amendment, gathered petitions for a federal amendment. Ellicott was an important leader in Maryland's campaign for women's suffrage. Writing in 1917 to suffrage activist Irma Graham in Salisbury, Wicomico County, Ellicott, vice president of the State Franchise League, referred to an urgent letter from Carrie Chapman Catt of NASA, the National American Woman Suffrage Association. Catt had requested information on Maryland's petition drive, and Ellicott responded, It will be mortifying if Maryland fails to do her duty towards this final drive. It is, of course, extremely difficult, but we should try and do our best. In 1918, with World War I over, national and Maryland suffrage activists returned to the issue they had, for the most part, placed in abeyance. The Congressional passage of the 19th Amendment in June 1919 created one final legislative opportunity for Maryland suffragists. 
Suffrage leaders expected the ratification effort to be extremely difficult. The growing conviction of the inevitability of national ratification was especially apparent among leaders of Maryland Women's Suffrage League. That conviction helped to explain a half-hearted ratification effort. Madeline Ellicott wrote to Roselle Handy in Worcester County, I fear you will all have the boat thrust upon you before long, and then it will be citizenship schools before there is time for suffrage meetings. Ellicott was convinced that ratification was a dead issue in Maryland. I think, she wrote to Lilla Crawford in Hagerstown, we should put very little energy and money in trying to influence the legislature for ratification. They will ratify when the bosses tell them to do so. In March 1920, citing states' rights, Maryland's legislature defeated rat ratification. Tennessee became the 36th and deciding state to approve the 19th Amendment. After winning the right to vote, Madeleine Ellicott continued to advocate an organized body that would be free of partisan ties. At its victory convention in February 1920, NASA reconstituted itself as the National League of Women Voters. As founder and 20-year president of the Maryland League of Women Voters, in Ellicott's view, women should join political parties as well as work for their improvement as members of the League. Her enduring vision for the League encompassed bringing together women's civic and party activists to pursue goals set by women, not for them. Madeline Ellicott died in 1945. She was inducted into the Maryland Women's Hall of Fame in 1996. Maryland's General Assembly eventually did ratify the 19th Amendment. Thank you to our many Maryland's Heritage Center volunteers who researched, edited, and brought these stories to the community by reading these podcasts. Researchers and historians are always seeking information about women and their stories. Our efforts to find and document their contributions is ongoing. If you have letters, articles, memorabilia from your past or in your attic or basement, please share with us so that we can continue to fill in the unsung heroine stories for a richer understanding of Maryland women and their contributions to our history. To donate materials or to make a financial gift in support of this work, please visit ballotandbeyond.org. When you're there, you can also listen to biographies from Season 1 and see historic images and transcripts from each episode. If you're inspired by these remarkable women, please share this podcast with your friends, family, colleagues, and students. And rate us on Apple Podcasts or head over to PreserveCast.org to make a donation. Thank you. Ballot and Beyond is a multimedia history project powered by Preservation Maryland and our award-winning podcast, PreserveCast. It's produced with financial support from Gallagher, Evelius, and Jones, Attorneys at Law, and the Maryland Historical Trust. With a Heritage Fund grant from Preservation Maryland and the Maryland Historical Trust, Season 2 was researched, written, and read by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center. <laughs>